Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Hashtag Wholeness Podcast. It is Monday, February 10th. It's Valentine's week, y'all. <laughs> it's the week of love and happiness. And today I actually have the men with me today. So excited. Say hi, guys. Hey. <laughs> I have the men with me today. We're going to be talking about love and marriage. I want to sit down with the fellows because sometimes ladies, we think we know what they're thinking, but we don't really know. So we're going to get into their heads a little bit today to find out how they knew they found the one, etc. So I'm excited. All right. So today I have Donald Deslis with me. Say hey, Donald. Good morning, everyone. I have Robinson Bonet. I always say Robinson, <laughs> Robinson Bonet. Hey, everyone. And Conroy Grant. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> All right. So Donald's been married for 13 years. You heard that? 13 years. Conroy's been married for 10 years, and Robinson's been married for almost three years. I don't know if you guys remember the episode that we had with the ladies with Danielle Grant and Brooke Bonet, but I have their husbands here today, and I also have Donald Des- Desilus. The vet has been married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> expert. He's the expert. Okay. He's been married 13 years, and that's very impressive. So I'm going to have them introduce themselves, um, starting with Donald Desilus. Again, Donald Desilus, uh, happy to be here. Thank you for the invite, Tiffany. Thank you. Um, thank you so much. Uh, like Tiffany said, married 13 years. Happy to be married. Amen. Um, what can I tell you about myself? I, uh, I live in Boston. I, live, I love Boston. Um, I work in the healthcare industry. I'm actually one of the uh, ministers at one of the local churches, Boston United Pentecostal Church. And I'm just happy to be here to, to talk about marriage. Thank you, Donald. And now we'll go to Conroy. Hey, hey, hey everyone. Conroy Grant again. Um, um, my name is Conroy Grant. I just projected. Um, been married for 10 years. You know, um, marriage is awesome. It's beautiful. It's God ordained. And um, what can I say about myself? Myself, I'm a dad of three, um, husband of one wife, and also I am a chef. You know, I work in the hospital industry, as as, um, as my dear brother stated. Um, and um, I love it. And I'm just happy to be here to talk about marriage. Also. All right. Thank you. And Robson? Of course, they saved the babe for life. <laughs> uh, my name is Robson Barnett. i um, been married for two and about maybe seven, eight months. Um, happy to be married. Uh, marriage is a beautiful thing. Um, as Conway has stated, it is God-ordained. And um, I'm a licensed practical nurse. I work at the um, rehabilitation center. And by the grace of God, hopefully I get to work at a hospital. But um, just like the other men, I'm just happy to be here to talk about an important ma- uh, matter, especially in the day and age that we live in marriage. Thank you, guys. Let's get right into it. The first question that I want to know is, how did you know you found the one? Because, you know, people will be dating for like 10, 15 years, not knowing. They're not ready to settle down. I'm like, I don't really know. Like, what, aren't you, what are you unsure about? So how did you guys know that you found the one and how long did it take you to find the one? Because I know, I don't know if that's the right way to phrase it, but like, when did you know that you found the one? Because I know you can date, you can go on a couple of dates and be like, okay, this is it. Or sometimes you're like, this is not it. So when did you know you found the one and how did you know she was the one? And I'll start off with Donald. Well, well, mine was about 
18 years ago, so I'm trying to <laughs> recollect exactly what happened. I met my wife the first weekend of college, actually, and uh, we just we just hit it off. It was a spark. What grabbed me um, to my wife was that smile. And 18 years ago, that smile is still lighting my soul on fire. So, um, how did I know she was the one? Well. I can tell you this because she was the only one. Um, so it was easy for me to decide that, that she was the one. It wasn't really a feeling. It wasn't really that um, light bulb um, at that moment. It's just progression. It's a progression as a couple, progression as um, doing, doing the part we were recording, just getting to know each other. And then it was just, okay, I can see myself with this person the rest of my life. And I can see my I can't see myself without this person the rest of my life. So I felt it was I felt um I say it wasn't at that moment it was a, like I say it was a light bulb, but however it's just that progression while courting. That's when I kinda realized, yeah, yeah, she might be the good thing I'm looking for. <laughs> All righty. Robson? Um, my story is very interesting. Um when I first got into the church um, I was courting somebody else. I had came from the world. Um, my, my mind was not on Jesus. So it was through somebody that I was um, going out with, you know, the term that we use in the world that invited me to church. And, you know, I started going. But um, my past was very messed up, made a lot of mistakes, um, bad choices, which, you know, you regret later on. And, you know, eventually things, um, I got baptized in, in Jesus' name, and I thank God for that. You know, received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But what was interesting is is that um, things didn't work out. And um, usually I still blame myself for it because the mistake that I've made um, and the bad choices that I've made, uh, which hopefully one day we can talk about that. But, um, but I thank God because um, after that previous relationship didn't work out, um, I talked to my pastor, and my pastor was like, have you considered, you know, so-and-so, which is my wife that um, I'm currently with right now. But at that time, my mind was just, you know, on just, on, on just God. I just wanted to focus on God. But I think as um, my brother Ronald said, is that, you know what, it's eventually, um, um, as we started talking, he's courting and just talking, and eventually you start seeing things that you appreciate about the person, things that you love about the person. And I think just like you said, my wife has a beautiful smile. Mm -hmm. And then like I, I love looking at her eyes. She has the sweetest eyes. I, mean, mm -hmm. I can stare at those things for hours. <laughs> and uh, it might be creepy, but I do stare at her when she's sleeping. That's a me thing. So like I said, it's, it's, it's just those little Sorry. things that, you know what, if you find in the person that, uh, that really, you know, attract you to the person. And eventually, you know, then like you just feel uh, that, you know what, I, I really like that person. And then I think as Christian, the, the greatest concern is that, once you start feeling, um, developing those feelings for that individual, then the greatest issue or question you have, is this God's will? Because the fact that you feel that way about the person doesn't necessarily mean this is who God has for you. Mm -hmm. So you just pray that by, by the grace of God, as those feelings are developing, that, you know what, this is the one that God wants. Otherwise, that's going to be very hard to detach yourself mm -hmm. if that's not God's will. So. How about you, Tony? All right. My turn. All right, so my in, my situation is also interesting, and I I can tell um, um, to the listeners what God has for you is for you. You know, my wife was here in Boston. I was miles away in Jamaica when we started talking, and people might say, "How does that work?" Well, I'm telling you, what God has for you, it's for you. Growing up, you know, as a young teenager in the church, I was taught in the church that always pray for God's divine perfect will. 
in your life. And when it comes on, whenever you reach a stage that you feel like you're ready to get married or you're ready to embark on that journey, pray and ask God to show you or bring that right person to you. So this is how it started. I was praying and I said, God, I need some, I need a wife. I, I believe I'm ready and um, I'm growing and I need a wife. I also tell God, I said, God, I need a woman that is strong, a woman that's driven, a woman that, you know, even down in your down moments, in your low moments, they will, you know, she'll be encouraging you and, and building you up and helping you to just grow in God. And I just, I need somebody who loves God. Because I believe when, they, when a wife loves God, they will literally lead and they will literally just take the stand that God has designed for them to take. So here it goes. Um, I, I met my wife's family literally in Jamaica before I met her. All my life, I've never knew about, known about her. Her wife, uh, sorry, my God. Um, her um, family used to come to Jamaica um, all the time. And what I'll do, you know, I used to stay with them and we'll talk and, you know, on... Um, We'll just connect. And one day I remember one of them said to me, they said, hey, you know what? I got somebody for you. I said, nah, I'm not going to do the, the long distance relationship thing because I don't think it's, it's going to be beneficial to me. First said, no, I don't want you to get nobody. I have somebody for you. I'm like, all right. So, you know, years gone by and, and um, one day randomly, that same individual family member, came, um, I was on this, uh, the phone talking to Daniel. And she said, guess what? I have somebody for you to talk to. And I'm like, who is this? And right away, I, I took the phone and I started talking to her. Now, I used to hear about all the great work she did here in church, ministering, witnessing, evangelizing, all that stuff. And it, it really sparks, you know, um, a plug inside of me. But then again, I'm looking on the long distance part. I'm like, nah, you know, I can't take her out. I can't say, hey, you want to go out tonight? It's just not going to work. But let me tell you something that was unique about the situation. When I started talking to her, I had no intention of no relationship in my mind. I'm like, this is not going to work. I'm just going to talk to her to talk to her. As a sister mm -hmm. abroad, I'm in Jamaica, you know, and my friends used to tell me, dude, why would you look in America when there's so many beautiful women in Jamaica, which I agree. And we started talking just as friends and just talking about the Bible. What do you do spiritually? You know, what do you do in church? And it becomes, the conversation become better and better and better. And then all of a sudden I start talking to this young lady on a day-to-day -day basis. And as we talk, as we talk, as we talk, like I said, no relationship. Even though that, that family member said, I have somebody for you. In my head, no relationship. Just friends. Because I believe you can talk to a sister without, you know, the relationship part coming in. But then I realized, when I'm by myself, I started thinking about her a lot. I'm like, somehow I'm connected. I'm like, nah, this is not even serious. But let me tell you what happened. As we start talking and talking and talking and talking, I could feel from Jamaica. All the way to Boston when my spirit was connected to her spirit. How that happened, I don't know. So then I said, God, no, 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 this, this, is, a, this is not real. I've never had this feeling. Start saying it to some of my um, fellow brothers. I'm like, guy, you, you need to hear this. I'm talking to the sister abroad. And all of a sudden, I feel when me and her spirit connected. Is that, is that something that's normal? I'm talking to people that are married now. You know what I'm saying? And they say, hey, man, you probably have something there. I'm like, no, nah, I don't think so. The more we talk... Now, we're talking from five minutes till it going on to hours. I remember my phone used to run hot because we're talking four or five <laughs> hours now, my brother. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, sometimes I don't even know where conversations spark when we keep talking, 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 talking. And the more we talk, it's the more my spirit connected. So one day I decided to say to her, I said, hey, let me ask you this. Do, do you feel what I'm feeling? All of a sudden I feel where I'm connected to you. You're so far away. 
Now, this has never happened. And I, I, I forgot what her, what her response was. I'm like, so well, I left it there. But the, what I, when I, while, I'm, while I go, to, I go uh, towards my day-to-day basic work, whatever, I feel where I'm feeling her more, and I feel like she, now she's here in Jamaica, and now the feelings become so strong. So I just I, I start praying about it now. I said, God, is this you? I, and my prayer was simplest, God. I said, if this is you, just bid me to come. Never forget that night I prayed. Just bid me to come. And guess what? All of a sudden, I remember she saying to me, you know, I start feeling some sort of way too. And I'm like, let's pray about it together. Now remember, she's a very spiritual girl, way more than me back then. <laughs> she was like, listen, I, we're going to go on one week of fasting. <laughs> you know, I don't remember doing that back then. One week. Because I'm going to have to seek God for myself. We didn't talk for the whole entire week. And I was like, man, and I prayed and I prayed. I, said, I feel with God. I said, God, you're in this. You're in this. I could feel it. She came back and she said, you know what? God has literally directed my spirit to yours. And I think that God is in the midst. And we keep on praying. And that's when we started talking, you know, relationship-wise. And now it's get even tougher. Because I'm like, man, this little woman is so far away. I can't even do nothing. All I can do is talk. <laughs> I'm like, I want to take her out. Then the love become so strong. Like, how can you live so, love somebody from so far away, man? That, that's, that, was, that, was, that was impossible to me. But then, you know, after talking over the years, we decided, you know what, she decided we're gonna, she's going to come down to Jamaica and we're going to meet. And, you know, I'm like, all right, we met and it sparks there and um, we got engaged, man. I'm telling you, I remember calling her pastor and I'm like, sir, I'm asking you for the okay to engage this sister. You know, I, I must say I do it the right way. I, I, I respect leadership. Mm-hmm. And he gave me a, a, a real, 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 real big lecture. Like, this is my daughter. The one of you will be her. And I'm like, she was just, he was laying it down on me, man. I was like, ah, I can't mess up. And, you know, from there I got engaged. And then um, we started growing. She came back. And I think it was a few months after she came back down and we got married and we're here three kids later. <laughs> <laughs> That's yep. awesome. Great, great story. Tiffany, if I could add regarding the one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we, when we choose our, our, our spouse or our mate, what we have to realize in the courting process or choosing the one, it, can I see myself improving society? Can I see myself improving society with this one person, whether me uh, having a wife can I see myself improving society? Can I see myself having a family? And can I see myself advancing the kingdom of God with this one person? Mm-hmm. If, if, it's, if it's not yes regarding all those questions, then she's not the one. Mm-hmm. See, we have to realize the bigger purpose as when, 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 this, when this man, this woman joined together all the way back in Adam and Eve. It was a purpose, mm-hmm. right? It was a purpose, right, to to continue to have dominion or continue to subdue the earth and, and be fruitful and multiply and, and do what the work that God has called you to do. If Eve wasn't the one, it would have been somebody else. Yeah. Because God's goal is to make sure that when he, put, when he puts that man and that woman together, can you improve society? Mm-hmm. Can you not only improve society, how do you improve society? Can you have state, can you have a stable, thriving family dynamic in your, in your own home? And with that said, can you go now into the spiritual realm and, and advance the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. If I can't advance the kingdom of God with the one, then she's not the one. Exactly. The goal is to 
you know, we all have our different experiences, different stories. The long-term relationship works for me because my wife is from New York. Right. Mm -hmm. She's from Brooklyn, and mm -hmm. I'm from Boston. We mm -hmm. met in Connecticut, so mm -hmm. we had to go our separate ways during the summertime. <laughs> And yeah, we connected as well throughout mm. with the phone calls, and I would go to New York to talk to her and to and to and to meet her family. Uh, but at that time, the long term, mm. like you said, the long mm. term, which mm. makes sense because as men, we have to consider long term. Long term. And in the world, they always consider long term mm -hmm. in terms of retirement, right. in terms of four hundred one k, in terms of uh, 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 of legacy, mm -hmm. right? The world thinks of those things, but as the but as a man. As a husband, as someone who's called by God to, 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 to not only just minister but to, but to serve, mm -hmm. can I serve with this woman? Yeah. Wow! Right? When, 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 when I'm when I'm out serving and I, when I'm out serving, I feel I feel I feel I need to be replenished. Mm -hmm. Right? I feel I need I'm, I'm a little empty inside. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I've given a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay, I know God has allowed virtue to leave out of me, and I know mm -hmm. God can re, can redeem me. I know God. In a sense of I know God can fill me up again when I go to prayer. Mm -hmm. But however, just having that person that can say the words, mm -hmm. the encouraging words, right. you know, honey, um, you're doing great. Mm -hmm. Right? We say we don't need validation mm -hmm. from people, mm -hmm. but as, as as a man, yeah. as a husband, it's so great to have that 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 woman in your life mm -hmm. to say, honey, this is what you could have done better. Mm -hmm. This is what you you could have said better. But however. You're doing great. Mm -hmm. So the one is not just someone you can, you can have a family with. Mm -hmm. uh, the one is not just someone you can say I love you to, or I, you know, using endearing words. But the one is someone you can build society with. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, you can build society with because building society is not through government. Mm -hmm. Building society is through family. Oh yeah. You know, it's, it's building through the man and the woman coming together mm -hmm. and, 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 and 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 being blessed by God, as mm -hmm. Carl Roy mm -hmm. said, being blessed and blessed by God. Because he's going to bless marriage. Mm -hmm. You know, once you decide that's the person you want to marry with, it's in his will, it's in his word that he's going to bless the marriage, yeah. right? Because he wants, that's what God wants. God wants marriage. He mm -hmm. wants marriage to stay oh, yeah. together. Oh, yeah. He wants, he just, just does, I shouldn't say he wants marriage. He wants a successful, Amen. thriving yeah. marriage, yes, not yeah. only in the home, but in the kingdom. In he the wants kingdom. it. Yeah. Oh, yes. But we just have to, like Conroy said, like our, like, 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 like our brother said, we just have to make sure as our part as men, as fathers, as husbands, we continue to um, advance the kingdom of God. Yeah. And, and I can't do that without my wife. Yeah. Amen. I, I can't do that without the one. Mm -hmm. Right? When, when people say, Donald, you're ordained minister. Uh, no. She's ordained as well. Yeah. This is more, this is, uh, this is it's, it's, it's for me, but it's as well as for her. Because mm -hmm. I couldn't be the ordained. I, I couldn't spend the time studying and the time praying and the time ministering if she's not home doing what... <laughs> I need her to do, good, yeah. right? Yeah, right? Right? So that's, mm -hmm. the one is the one that I need to build society. Mm -hmm. The one is the one that I need to advance the kingdom of God. So mm -hmm. that's how I know, um, that's how I knew back then, yeah, I can see myself building mm -hmm. with this person. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. Yeah. Can I build with you? Mm -hmm. And I like that you said that because another question that I had, to, I wanted to ask you guys was like, did you have a list of things that you... Um, that was important to you. And you guys did mention ministry and having, having someone that's available to you mm -hmm. um, when you have that time, because you guys are all ministers, and there's someone that can be there for you. But I don't, I don't only have listeners from, um, Christian listeners, I would say, but I have listeners from the world. And sometimes their list may be a little physical. I've heard mm -hmm. guys say, okay, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that. And men are visual, I get that. But was that a big thing for you? 
or you didn't mention ministry, but like, what are some other things that were, that you had on your list that your wife had to have? And did you have, did, did she maintain what you wanted to have, her to have? If you can understand what I'm saying. With yeah, that. no, I, I certainly understand. I, I would say to a lot, to a lot of people, like, you know, for, for me, I didn't have a list. <laughs> I didn't have a list. You know, it's, it, it, you, you mentioned regarding the ministry of kingdom. I didn't have a list regarding, I, I, my wife didn't have to have long hair. Mm-hmm. My wife didn't have to have a certain skin color. Right. Or my wife didn't have to have a certain eye color or, or whichever texture, whichever it is. Um, I didn't have I didn't have a list. Um, but the one thing that we don't realize, you know, when we're when people are dating, when people are courting, you think that that's the that's the the time when you get to know somebody. Right. You know, when you get to know somebody, it's after you say I do. That's true, man. That's facts. Yeah. You know, after you say I do is when you. And it's like it's like the it's like when the you know the Bible says you know Abraham or even Sarah, Isaac, his wife, Jacob, his wives, (laughs) and it talks about you know he known her, Mm -hmm. right? We know it's you know it's more like a relationship, a sexual relationship. But Mm -hmm. in terms of now, right? In terms of now, when we talk about knowing. When you know someone, that's when the list starts. Right. Yeah. So, right. That's facts. You're right. You're right. That's that, facts. Listen, 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 brothers. You may have a list now, but I'm telling you, burn that list. <laughs> burn it. You may have a list now, brother, but burn that list because because that list is going to change mm-hmm. because you're going to change yeah. and your wife is going to change. The focus is going to change. The kids are going to change the dynamics of the family. Um, In-laws are going to change the dynamics of the family. Um, You know, wherever you guys live are going to change the dynamics of your relationship. So that list, it may be good because it might give you a skeleton. You might have some spiritual things regarding that list. Don't burn that. But Mm -hmm. some of the things are the, excuse me, some of the things that are natural, Mm -hmm. those things are not necessary. Those things might keep you happy. Um, Those things might keep you happy at the moment. Those things might, might, might cause you to be attractive at the moment. Uh, but they won't bind your soul together. Mm-hmm. They won't bind the the uh, I, I guess um, the relationship or the legacy together. Uh, personally, I didn't have a list, but my list continues to to grow. Mm-hmm. Like my like my wife and I, we have a list. We have a weight requirement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds <laughs> sounds ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It sounds ridiculous, yeah. right? It, it does because because we want to make sure the reason why we have a weight requirement is not it's not because you have to be at a certain level, a certain uh, a pound. You know, in a certain weight level, but yet, but we, what's important for us as a family is eating healthy, mm-hmm. eating clean, mm-hmm. working out. So we want to make sure that the 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 the, uh, the weight requirement follows. But okay, are you making the best decision today when it comes to eating clean? Right. Mm-hmm. Are, are, are you are you taking the product that you know is bad for you, mm-hmm. or are you choose are you buying a product that's that's good for your body? Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that we do have. Um, so a list. It's great, mm-hmm. <laughs> but not really necessary. Yeah, you know, look at the attributes. Look at look at the attributes that a person has, because someone can have the certain texture hair you're looking for, or certain skin color you're looking for, or a certain body type you're looking for, but yet inside the person is not what you're right, looking right, for. Right, 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 right. And it's it is reverse. You know, you can look. You can you, the person could be um, could be beautiful only to you. <laughs> But everyone else, That's she's all right. Amen. But that doesn't matter because she's beautiful to you because there's a list of there's a characteristic list that you have regarding 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 honesty, truth, love, forgiveness. There's a certain list that you're looking for mm-hmm. as a man that 
goes beyond the natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the list you stick mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good, yeah. man. Um, Brother D, man, you couldn't say that no better. I agree 100%. And you have literally inspired me in so many ways just talking. And, and it makes so much sense. And, and you, made, you brought out a point about just seeing the person. You know what I mean? And then I'm just, in Jamaica, they have the term, they say, they say seeing somebody and living with them. It's two totally different yeah. things. Yeah. And he alluded to that. And I'm like, it makes so much sense. You don't know that person until you actually start living with them. You know, okay, everything is going to come off good at first. You know what I mean? You're going to see the best qualities. You're going to see the best attitude. Because guess what? You guys haven't lived yet. Mm-hmm. They lived together yet. You know what I mean? And then when you start living together and you realize that, guess what? I get up in the morning, I spread up a bed, but she doesn't. That's where real personalities start, mm-hmm. you know, nipping together. So I, I'm with that. I think for me is that, you know, like you said, and I, and I agree, I didn't have a list either. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I, and, and, and you, you made so much sense when you said, you know, burn that list. Because this is why. And people... I mean, I mean, the listeners might not agree, but this is what this is what I agree with, with Brother D. Is. You can write a list, and then after married to that, married, getting married to that person, you realize nothing on the list is working, or nothing in the list is what you want. What's going to happen now? Mm-hmm. Oh, this wasn't the person I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? That's where sometimes we have divorces and wars and, and just argument. But I think going into marriage, just you know, seeking God and say, God, I want you to bring. Give me a person that 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 it's after your heart. Mm-hmm. Somebody that loves you. I think that's the ultimate. Yeah. Somebody that will chase you on end. That means when when all hell start breaking loose in the house, that person will know how to find God, mm-hmm. and you will know how to find God. And just being able to, you love God, I love God. Let's work it out. Let's build together. Let's talk about stuff. Guess what? You have an issue there. Let me help you. My brother did mention eating healthy. You know what I mean? Let's do it together. Because I want you to look good, I want to look good. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be a one-man band. It should be a together effort. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, whether it's, 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 for me, I, like I said, I pray. I, I was praying that Isaac and Rebecca pray. Lord, I, I need somebody that's just after you. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I think that's ultimate. Mm-hmm. That's the ultimate. You know what I mean? Just somebody, because guess what? When you get a, a person that's after God, it doesn't matter what you do. You're not going to take them away from God. You know, but if you married somebody because they're pretty, because man, she got she got blue eyes. I like it. And then guess what? It's not God's will. Guess what? You go in that marriage and wind up and realize that this person was just beautiful on the outside, like my brother mentioned, but inside was just messy. This is this is a kid. You know, what I mean, that's still dealing with all sort of issue that God, I didn't know I would have to bring somebody out of this. So I think you know, for the listeners, you know, you want to seek God. You want, and you want, you, you need to listen. You need to wait for God's direction. Mm-hmm. That's why we see how people going from relationship to relationship to relationship. Mm-hmm. Because what? It's not about God anymore. It's about spirit take. It's what I like. Ah, she got nice hair, tall hair, mm-hmm. as my brother. And I like tall hair. Versus there's a sister that's humble and love God with mm-hmm. shorter hair. And you're like, I want this. Yeah. But God is saying, this is yours. Yeah. And sometimes we're so blinded by just our emotions and just our feelings and what we like. And not hearing and seeing what God thinks is best for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think what's, what God says is for you is the best thing. Or the best situation you want to be in. Now, understand this also. When God gives you a person, it's going to come with challenges. Mm-hmm. That's the next thing. God's divine perfect will come with challenges. Mm-hmm. Don't think it's going to be okay. I'm married. God gave me this beautiful wife. And guess what? We are good. We never had issue. Man, that's where issue is going to come in. <laughs> now, that's where God is going to... You're going to have to learn how to... You know, work together mm-hmm. and pray to a situation. I understand, but it will get better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It will get better. Mm-hmm. So I agree a hundred percent with Brother 
what Brother D said pertaining to the list. Let me just say something really quick. <laughs> ahead, and I like what you said about the list, about, you know, it, it may not go the way you want it because the ladies have a list. Mm -hmm. And ladies, I encourage you to make a list. <laughs> I have a list. <laughs> Wait, I encourage you to make a list. All right, I encourage because you know, you know, guys. Ultimately, especially when when I met my wife, I was seventeen. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I want, mm -hmm. but a lot women are a little bit more mature than men in a sense. Right? I agree. And, and you know, and you know what? Make your list. Let that list make that list. Right? And go before the Lord regarding the list. Right? Um, <laughs> because it might be a skeleton for like, okay, I, if if a man doesn't have a job, I'm mm -hmm. not gonna put a jobless man on my right, list. Right, right, you know, right, right, right. like my like when I when, when I first when I after I graduated from college, my my mother-in-law at the time, you know, my wife's mother asked me, when are you gonna marry my wife, my my daughter, mm -hmm. when she has a job, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's like, fact. And, I, and she's like, are you serious? I'm like, well, if you if 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 I came to, if your if your daughter came to you and said. I'm going to marry this man. And he doesn't have a job. What would you say? Mm -hmm. You'd be exactly. apprehensive. Yep. So I said, when your daughter has a job, mm -hmm. then, then, we'll we, then you and the, then her and I, we can, mm -hmm. we can, we can build society. Mm -hmm. You know, we can, we can contribute to society. <laughs> right, right, right. She needs to have a job before mm -hmm. I can, before I can get down on one knee. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you know, it's, 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 it's like, but, but what I, but, but I, I do like what you said because, you know, most men have a list and then mm -hmm. when the wife doesn't conform to that list, right. The women have a list, and when the I got the wrong person, oh my god, the wrong person. Like we have the wrong, we have the wrong, wrong person. person. What did I just do here? Yeah, what did I just do? One thing I've always heard my whole life when mm -hmm. people said, and, and and you know, as you know, as you get older, you start to understand marriage in a biblical sense. Right. Mm -hmm. I've always heard my whole life that don't go after a trophy wife. Mm -hmm. Don't go after a trophy. Don't go after a trophy wife. Meaning that somebody just beautiful on the outside right. does nothing on the inside. Mm -hmm. But I want to tell you men out here today. Whoever God has given you is your trophy. I agree, Amen. man. I agree. Whoever God has given you, no matter if it's a short trophy, or a tall trophy, <laughs> you know, it's a, still a, trophy. a wide trophy, it's, trophy. it's still your trophy. Oh, yes, it's still your trophy. And and out there in the world, Tom Brady has six trophies in a sense of Super Bowl. He displays the rings, displays the trophies, the Patriots displays those things. Display your trophy. I'm mm -hmm. not saying having out there in the world so the world can see. I mean at home. Yes, let the trophy know that you love the wow, trophy. That's good. This is right? Good. right? Right? Polish the trophy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Cherish, you know? It, Cherish the trophy. Oh, yeah, man. Oh yeah. For right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because yeah. because if I win an award, if I win an award, I'm gonna take a screenshot. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna take a picture post and post it on Instagram oh, and yeah. say, hey, look what God has done. Yep. <laughs> that's true, man. That's true. That's true. Um, Concerning the list, um, like I said, I don't think, um, I think uh, my dear brother Donald said something that's very interesting. Women are more mature because they're more mature. They, they, they can make a list. Y'all, mm -hmm. you guys learn to speak at an earlier age than us. And you, you, you guys learn so many things way before most men, not all men. I don't want the men to be come at me now <laughs> after church. But um, I don't think there is anything wrong with the list. But I think you have to be willing to make adjustment, mm -hmm, to adjust, right. to scratch certain things off. That's good. Right? Um, because, like like you state, so it's okay, you know what, I, I want to be with somebody that has a job. Mm 
that I have, um, I, I want to be with somebody that, you know, that I know is going somewhere. Mm -hmm. It's not just going to be like, you know what, I'm not going to do anything. I, I just want to stay at home and not do much. You know, it's okay to have like certain values and qualities that you're looking in a person. But um, I, I think like the danger is when, like, for example, if you feel that connection that Conroy and my dear brother Donald felt and you know it's of God, when you start prioritizing that list above what you feel God is leading you to mm -hmm. do, then it becomes a problem. Mm -hmm. So I think that's when you have to learn. I think um, we often say sacrifice is worship. Mm -hmm. That, you know what, I know God is leading me right and my list is leading me left. Wow. So I have to learn to value where God is leading me Amen. as opposed to what I have um, put on a piece of paper. Yeah. Um, value, I think there's a scripture that says, the, the letter killeth, but the spirit give life. So I have to learn to follow the leading of the Holy Ghost or the leading of the Spirit for those that do have the Holy Ghost, um, you know, and not place so much emphasis on on um, on on the list. Because the thing about your list, your list can change, but the person also where God is leading you, the person, I think my, my dear brother mentioned it so beautifully, mm -hmm. is that the person will change too. Yes. Oh, so yeah. you might come and see certain... Uh, the Bible talk about uh, beautiful ashes. You might come and see certain ashes in the person's life, but that doesn't mean that they're going to stay as they are. Mm -hmm. um, he, the, um, he is the potter. We are the clay. God mm -hmm. is going to start molding that person. Mm -hmm. And I think that they say something that's extremely true. Um, there's, a, there's some things that you're going to start finding out in the courtship. Because my wife and I, because we were very transparent, we had a very, um, you could say, messy courtship. She talked about it. <laughs> we had a very messy courtship because we were very transparent. Mm -hmm. And but uh, and just imagine, yeah, it's like, I don't know, girl, like, I don't like your attitude. I don't know if I'm going to go forward with this because we were transparent. Mm -hmm. And me personally, to the men or and women that are um, courting, is there anything wrong with the list? No, I don't believe there's anything wrong with the list, but I think there are certain... Um, don't don't make your list, especially don't build it on physical appearances, mm -hmm. because he talk about change, physical appearance change. As you get older, there are certain thing about you. Things happen, accident, you know, things happen mm -hmm. that causes certain uh, physical attribute to change. So if you're building it on physical attribute, just imagine if you you know if 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 after you say I do, then you know the person their hair get burned. They put the wrong part of their hair get burned and like all these things that you value so much begin to disappear. So what do you do? Um, if there is no emotional, if there is no mental, if there is no spiritual connection, I think if your soul are not cleave unto one another, then that's when divorce comes in. But when it's your spirit that's connected with the person, when it's your soul, it doesn't matter what happened on the outside because the person's soul stills, you know, I mean, especially if God is in there, it gets more and more beautiful. So the, the, the relationship gets strengthened. So you get to stick closer because, you know what, the soul, uh, your relationship is built on spiritual aspects. So it's not a natural aspect. Um, like I said, and, but like I said, um, there, there is nothing wrong. Some people do have preferences. They have um, people with certain height and stuff like that. Um, I don't think it's wrong, but like I said, I think when you realize, okay, this is not who God has for me, you have to be able to transition and um, be willing to make, uh, make the God decision as opposed to your decision. I think the Bible says about denying yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and and in, like I said, my dear brother mentioned something beautiful. Can I see myself with that person? Not just now. But going forward, can we build? Can we serve together? Mm -hmm. How can we improve? First of all, the very first thing you have to improve, how can we improve one another? 
because like I said, um, my wife helped me to become a better person and I, um, I have to help my wife to become a better person because in order for us to help everything else around us be better, we have to be better. Mm-hmm. And that very um, relationship between you and that individual um, has to help bring the best out of you and that mm-hmm. person, and you have to bring the best out of that person yeah. because if you guys are not changing, if you guys are not becoming better, everything else around you is just going to stay the same. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, enlist, if you want to make a list and that's not... That, 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 you know, that's what makes you feel happy. Have a list, but be ready. Get a light already. And then get, get some gasoline ready. And then, like, just, like, there's going to come a point where you're going to realize in the list you have, like, 10, 10 things that you appreciate and you realize only one of them is in there, if any. And then you just have to be like, you know what, forget that list. I love the person anyway, so I'm just going to go with love and forget about that list. Yeah, because we all have plans. You know, yes, God sir. can change our plans. Our plans, yes, yes sir. sir. We all have a... We all have a I guess a, we'll get to that later. I guess a uh, a picture of marriage. We have a picture of marriage. We'll, Let's we'll, get to that now. Actually, yeah. and that's what I wanted to ask you guys. I'm like, you know, we have this idea of what marriage is going to be. Like, it's going to be a bed of roses. We're never going to argue. Everything's going to be great. Look at us on our Instagram pictures. We look fabulous. Everything's fabulous. But was your expectation the reality? And is there anything that you know now that you wish you knew? Um, well, um, I can, I can, I can answer, uh, I can try to answer this question with this scripture here, what I wish I knew, right? So in, in Proverbs 24, it says through wisdom is in house building and by understanding it is established and by knowledge shall the chambers be filled all precious and pleasant riches. When we talk about building a house, building a family, building society, um, and, and, and this is not just for people who are courting right now. Uh, people who are just starting off in their marriage or a uh, long time. But, but, but the word tells us that what we, the three things that we need, we need knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. Mm-hmm. I need to know the information, mm-hmm. right? I need, to, and I, need to know the, I need to know the information. Right, After right, I know right, the right. information, what I need to do, I need to process it and understand, and understand the information. Mm-hmm. You get, you, all that you're gaining, gain understanding, right? And now I have to apply that, that information, that understanding, through wisdom, you know, rightly doing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say anything about love. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say anything about sex. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say anything about the, the, any of those things. Mm-hmm. That's why I encourage people right before you say that, say the I do, or get down on one knee and say, "Would you please marry me?" Get in contact with someone mm-hmm. so you can get that counseling. Yeah. Because throughout that counseling, you can get yep. information. Yep. Yes, because right. because because listen, uh, uh, finance might be important to someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being 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 uh being financially stable and being uh, having a great credit score, um you know saving money and as well as other things might be important to someone. Oh, oh, oh I wish I knew that before mm-hmm, I before mm-hmm. before I said I do, right? So so if it's not just marriage counseling, talk to each other, get that information, apply that information, gain wisdom because a whole lot of people are are, are surprised in marriage. Yep. Oh, why didn't you tell me that before? Right. You never asked. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think I had to. <laughs> that should have been a no. Yeah, time. That should, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't think I had to. You know, it's, we we talk, we talk. That wasn't on my list to tell you that. Okay. <laughs> but but we we just have to as 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 I like what he said earlier. We have to be transparent. You yeah. know, and, and 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 mine is my my relationship in my colleges was as. It was bumpy as well because we were, we were, I have no filter, but God is helping me with that. He's a good guy. Um, but, 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 uh, but some of the things that I said 
um, or learned, um, said or have learned before I got married. I wish I knew. I wish I had the information. I wish I had the knowledge. And I wish I had the maturity um, um, back then to really apply it to my relationship. With that said, it still applies to me today. Okay, my wife comes with me in the information. We talk about it. And how do we apply it? How do we, how do we make our relationship better? How do we make our family better? Um, yeah, we all have preconceived notions of what marriage was. I've always said, to, I've always said when I was younger, um, I can never be the husband my father was. Mm -hmm. And I got married, right? And I wish I am. I, 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 I pray to be the husband that my father is. Mm -hmm. You know, because, you know, you don't realize the sacrifices that a father or a husband has to yep. make for the family. Mm -hmm. You know, because I've always right. saw the outside looking in. Mm -hmm. Okay, I've always saw, saw him walking out the door. But I never realized that he was coming back with, yes, sir. with, 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 with protection, provision for his family, mm -hmm. right? So we just need to make sure as, um, as, as fathers, as husbands, that we have the right information because, because we want to grow our marriage. Right, sir. I think, I think, I, I think for me, and um, that's a good question, um, Sister Tiff. Um, you know, I think my, 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 my past in Jamaica, I think it's one of the best um, marriage counselors there is. And I remember, you know, just having felt that, okay, I'm ready. You know, um, I went to him and I said, sir, I'm, I, 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 there's this specific person that I felt like God is, um, has laid on my heart. Can you help me pray? You know, and, and um, he's such a good man he's in just asking you what are the signs you saw and whatnot. And he teach he teach me this, and I believe he teach all the congregation this, and it's back to knowing that person. He says he says there's three ships to marriage, friendship. You have to be friends first, man. If you bypass friends and go into relationship, you're gonna have a big problem, because friendship is where you get to know somebody. Okay, man, I like this dude right here. He he likes the same color, you know. We like the same car, whatever it might be. Ah, I know this about you. Then courtship, then relationship. Those three ships are, are three important elements towards marriage. Sometimes we rush so fast that we didn't we we didn't get we don't get courtship in. You know, I watch courtship. Courtship is basically okay. You and the person go hang out and go see different things. And and um, one of the things with my past in Jamaica, he will not let you and that sister hang out alone. There has to be a third person. Just for adventure. That's just how he taught us. And, mm -hmm. I, and I learned to respect that. Because anything can happen with feelings. You know what I'm saying? But it's friendship, courtship, and, and, and then it leads to relationship. It makes it better. Because you went through that process. Mm -hmm. And throughout that process, you're going to learn that person. Yeah. When you say certain stuff, that person's going to react. Oh, you didn't like that. You know, it helps you so much to be well-rounded with that person. To know. Now, you're not going to know every single thing. Until, okay, when you start living, that person is going to be a different thing. But it helps you to know so much enough that you can overstep to go to I do. You get what I'm saying? For me, growing up, for me, starting off in, 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 my, in my friendship, courtship range, uh, Brother D, one thing I didn't like, and my wife could tell you, I hate arguing. Arguing is not my thing. Let me tell you what happened to me one, the first time we had an argument. Um, we were recording, and... We had, because I, I didn't know what I was thinking, but I believe that I wanted a perfect, per, no, not perfect person, but a perfect relationship where there's not going to be no argument. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure there's no argument in this thing. It's impossible. Yeah. Because there's going to be something that she's going to do in life. I remember, I don't remember what it was, 
and we had an argument and a disagreement. I remember it hit me so hard that I believe we didn't speak for like a good week. And throughout that week, I couldn't eat. <laughs> because I love this woman so much. And it was going all right till at one moment, we had an argument. I was like, Dad, how could this happen? We're going good all this time. I wasn't looking for this. I, you know, I didn't eat. I lost. I lost literally like nine pounds, man, throughout that week. Not eating. I was at work. People asked me, why are you so sad? You know what I mean? And this woman is all the way here. And that's how it affected me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying this to say to the listeners, it's important for you to start a friendship and start off a courtship so you can get to know that person more and know what they like, whatever it's like. Ask the questions. Hey, do you do this? Do you this? Do you ask the question? Because that's what that those two segments, those two ships first are for. Ask any question because you're getting to know that person. And then when you get to know that person, then you can you can know that man. I don't know if I can work with that. I, I could work with that. I could work with that. I could work with that. I want not versus just rush it. I think one of the things are, and I'm saying to our younger generation, not just young these days, we rush into relationship too quick. And when we, because guess what? Nobody's praying no more and asking God for his divine perfect will as back then when people are praying for the will of God. It's important because when you, like earlier, when you rush towards somebody, you think you were like, man, I got to get that. That that, 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 that that person, I got to get that person and that's not the person God wants for you mm-hmm. and you want it in a relationship and you want it in a marriage that's where marriage breaks down mm-hmm. you know what I mean, but you know, to answer the question, you know, is there things that I wish I had knew before not really, because I go, go into the marriage open minded where okay, it's still a learning process mm-hmm. this is still going to happen, now when these things show up, that man, I wish I I wish I knew that you didn't cook you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not saying that's the case for me. I wish I because that's important. That's something you should have known yeah. while that's something you should have known while you were friends or are you recording? It's okay. My watch is alarming, it's prayer time. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, that's something you should know before. So take time in with throughout the tourship, the coach and the relation to ask all the questions and get to know the person first. That you don't have to launch over into I do, then realize and get this person don't cook, they don't wash, they don't do the laundry. This person don't even like to work. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. Because that's a whole different level of problems right there. She's like, I can, I'm getting married. I'm going to stay at home. Right. Day. You know what I'm saying? And, and, I don't do those things. And people do. There's a lot of, there's a lot of females. And guess what? If, if you're out there, well, that's you. But, you know what I mean? A dude coming from Jamaica that's used to seeing his mom or his grandpa cooking for this I wanted somebody I could cook because I don't want to live in no fast food restaurant. That's that you're gonna go broke. You get what I'm saying? You have to learn to cook. And and, and you know, being a chef, I remember my wife saying to me, and, and she's gonna hear this. She's saying to me, well, you're the you're a chef. I don't have to cook. <laughs> you cook for a living. Yeah, you cook for a living. But I'm like, dear, no, 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 you have to. But I'm telling you, my wife make the best soup. No, she does. Ever. She does. My wife made the best oxtail. I don't care who. Let me, I've been around. I've been in this industry, the chef industry for like 22 years. And I've never met. And that's because my wife. I'm saying it's because it's true. No, we can testify. Nobody can touch my wife on oxtail. Yeah, you know good. what I mean? So she's just awesome. You know what I mean? And, you know, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. you know, going to a marriage, you have to go open-minded. Because when you step and you go behind that closed door, everything is going to start opening. You know? That's my two cents. Um, um, you know what that was, brother? Uh-huh. You know what that was, sister? That was points? That was a husband's apology. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say that. That was a husband's apology. You don't know. I don't know, you don't know. <laughs> you know I, Bro, I know, bro. I was, 
That was a hopeless apology, okay? Yeah, I can smooth it out, okay? Let me just throw that in there real quick. Get you some rough edges. I feel we smoothed it out. As soon as you heard, oh, she's going to hear this. Oh, okay. So, okay. I'm going to hear this too. She had the best suit and the best art style. And he's like, just know that, okay? But I believe that, like, of the two gentlemen had mentioned, you know, there are all things that while you're courting, you wish you knew. But um, while you're married, I think um, like the beauty of marriage is through the unknown. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what, it really testifies of the love that you have mm-hmm. of um, for the person that, you know, when you're married, is that you're seeing certain things poking their head out. And you know what, you, to see, it's like things that would test the marriage, to see that I still love the person, even though, um, I was talking to my wife about this. Even though I can see the best thing for us as people when we are in, in, in marriage is to learn to love. If you can learn somebody through their ashes, through their darkness, mm-hmm. through their ugliness, then you, th- you don't need somebody to encourage you to love something good mm-hmm. about your mm-hmm. husband or your wife, right? Convoy doesn't need somebody to tell him to love his wife's oxtail. It's good. <laughs> she just loves it because of it, yeah, but, yeah. right? But um, I think like the, the, the challenges or are... Like in the in the ugliness of marriages, and then like it also testifies your love that I love that person enough that I'm, I'm willing to endure mm-hmm. with some things that you know I didn't know this before, mm-hmm. but I love the person enough to you know, to be patient with them, to yes. endure with them, yes. and to go through this with them. But um, talking, um, I'm gonna make this short. But talking about like courtship is a completely different thing, as my dear brother Donald mentioned. It's important that we learn um, to ask certain questions, and I think maybe more so men. We as men. Um, talking to our men now, sometimes I feel like we don't ask enough questions. That's true. Um, it's it's very big on men because we don't ask enough questions and then we come in, the lady asks like 3,000 questions and we just ask like two, like, okay, like, how, how tall are you? Yeah, okay, good, I'm good. And you met, you know, talking about list, you met my list, so I'm good. We don't ask questions that are important because, and as we're going to keep going to my what my brother said in the beginning, it's about like, you know what, building. Right, so you're trying to kind of like build a family and you want to buy a house, but you never talk to the person about their credit score, and then your credit is like a 200, and their credit is a 150, and you didn't even know that. <laughs> and even add it together, it still can't get you approved or along. So, there are certain questions that are important to ask. Mm-hmm. And even me and my wife, when we were recording, and it was her that was like sometimes my communication, and, and that's the beauty to talking about building. We as men. The right person sometimes will, 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 will help develop certain things in you. My communication, I was the type of person, my wife and I, we used to talk about it, I, has, I had a bush. So every time my wife would ask me a question, I would kind of like, I, I'll get my bush, put it in, and it's not a small bush, it's a big bush, and I'll go around, I never answer the question, okay? And then we forget about it, and the next day we'll continue that conversation. So I, would, I was very good at dodging certain questions I didn't want to answer. And like I said, I wasn't asking questions, but when I'm asked questions, I just like shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it's also a cultural thing of where I'm from. But I think um, we as men, men, please, encourage my brothers, ask questions. There are certain things that are important that you want to know right now. Yes. Um, as my brother mentioned, you don't want it when you enter into marriage after mm-hmm. you said, I do, then you realize, oh, well, I wish you had tell me. No, you like, and Tiffany was right. If you don't ask, I don't tell you, you can you can get mad. Even the Bible said, asking you shall receive. You didn't receive an answer because you never asked a question. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to just go and tell you things about me that's, that might, especially the female too, like once they find the one too, or somebody they like, 
They ain't gonna say nothing that's gonna jeopardize that relationship. Okay, they're gonna stay quiet about it mm-hmm. and don't say nothing. So that's my point. There are um, there are something you wish you knew while courting, but like I think the beauty of relation of, of marriage is sometimes is found in the unknown. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, and that, that's a great point because that's how you um, that's how you evolve as a co- as a couple. That's yes, how you grow as a couple. Yes, because before I said I do, I've never been a husband, mm-hmm. and my wife has never been a wife. Mm-hmm. So that's when good. we get together. Um, there are going to be questions that are going to come up that they won't they won't ask in marriage counseling or they won't ask in mm-hmm. or whatever sure. whatever counseling that someone goes to that's going to come up and the and that's when you find out if someone has the um, you know really the characteristics to to build with mm-hmm. yes sir um, sure. and if the person doesn't right if the person doesn't it's going to happen because that you know it's it's going to happen because let you know, let patience have its have its perfect work. How does that happen through trials and tribulations? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then with that trials and tribulations come joy. Mm-hmm. So while that while we're in the trenches fighting fighting for the family, fighting for the relationship, fighting for our marriage, fighting for our house, fighting for our society, we have we're, we're gaining joy because now we're not only getting to know each other, but we're getting to we're getting to know more about the love of God and who God is in our lives. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's what. That's one of the reasons why, you know, the Bible says, cut it all joy when you go right. through trials and tribulations, because now you're getting to know each other. Oh, yeah. You're getting to know God. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think what I think what our brother said, it's 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 awesome because the unknown is what's really great about people people who don't like surprises, well, marriage welcome to marriage. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to marriage. There's a whole lot of surprises. Oh, I'm pregnant, surprise. <laughs> share that um, and I truly believe Conrad mentioned something about divorce earlier and I truly believe asking first of all a whole lot of question and asking the right question could help prevent divorces because like I said if and I believe my dear brother had mentioned that if I had asked certain question then I would have received certain answer that would have helped guide my mm-hmm. my, my decision okay you know what uh, well you're not what I was expecting if so if I had asked and I'm talking to men if you ask the proper question before, then once you enter into marriage, first of all, like there are certain surprises you will, like I said, some surprises are good. We enjoy them. You know, like your wife is pregnant. I'm looking, that's a surprise I'm looking forward to, right? There are some surprises that you're looking forward to that you enjoy. And there are some surprises, you know, what? nobody likes to, to be surprised with a debt or a yeah. bill, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, nah, I don't want that. Yeah. Keep, <laughs> keep it. So the, the, the thing I'm trying to encourage my brothers, ask questions. Because if you have that knowledge, if you have that understanding, if you have access to certain information, then it can help you make better um, informed, educated decisions so that you're not, okay, you know what, that's not the person for me, you know, or that's not what I was looking for in a person. And then try to find out too, hey, I know your credit is bad now. Are you working on it? Do you plan on working on it? All these questions are important yeah. that, you know what, so that if I know you're not going to work on your credit, but like, okay, God, I mean, like, if, I'm all prayer. Be like, I mean, sometimes like all certain things you receive answer for, you don't even need to pray about it. Be like, okay, God, that's enough for me. So if you say yes, you come check with me, and I'll go for it. But until then, I'm not doing that. But like I was saying, it's important to ask questions so that um, it would help you, so that you don't get caught up with certain surprises when you say after you say the I do, mm-hmm. and maybe like you know what? And if you don't like some of the answers, then don't go forward. And, and, and the thing as well about uh, marriage. Um, no man is perfect. No woman is perfect. No, no marriage right. is perfect, yeah. right? But what we're looking—we're not looking for perfection. Mm-hmm. Progression. Yes. How do we? How do we get better and better right. every better every day? 
how do we improve our lifestyles? How do we improve our relationship? How do we improve the uh, the education of the kids? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the way the where we live, the way we live. How do we improve that? And that comes. Okay, you bring information. I bring information. I, I we go back to I understand the information and I apply it the way God wants me to apply it. Mm-hmm. So we're not we're not saying go out to get the perfect man, but because you're never gonna get married. Go out and get the perfect again. woman. Mm-hmm. You're never gonna get married. Never gonna get married. Because mm-hmm. the there's no perfect natural man mm-hmm. uh, but however right. we're looking f- to progress together. together we're looking to get better and better and better every single day and that's the joy of marriage that's the joy of having someone next to you that yes, sir. Um, like I said my wife has has elevated since the last 18 years <laughs> she's been my wife has been to dental school fashion school she's been to this she's been to that and every single ter- every single time I had to Support. Yeah. As she upgrades, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to upgrade. Mm-hmm. As I upgrade, she has to upgrade mm-hmm. because we want to uh, to always be in the same same level, same yeah. plan. Because right. If right. we're not on the same page, we can't communicate. I can't be in chapter nineteen and she's in chapter twenty five. Yep. So we always have to communicate and say, okay, this is what's next in our path. This is what's this is what we have to do. Um, and, and like I said. It's just progression. It's just taking the time to really communicate and talk to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Bible says to strive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stri- it's a striving process. Yes, sir. Yeah. And you guys mentioned something. It's really important to ask those questions because I have a friend that um, she's going through some, some challenges right now and mm-hmm. possibly leading towards divorce. And I was like, she's like, oh, I don't want to have kids. I don't want to have this. I don't want to do this. And I'm like, you guys never talked about that? And she was like, no, we didn't. And I'm like, how? What were you guys talking about in your courtship? How did you guys not get to these questions? I don't understand. And she's like, I don't either. And I think what she's realizing is that she was so focused on getting married by a certain time that she never asked the questions that she should have asked. So that's a big one. And you're right. A lot of people are not looking to marry a husband or mm-hmm. marry a wife. They're looking to get married. Yeah. I know it's the idea of being called a wife. Yes. The idea of being a married. Listen. We're all looking for titles. Yeah. A lot of people are looking for titles. Like a lot of people are looking for position. Listen, some people are like, I want to be a wife and I want to be a housewife. Mm-hmm. Um, but is it worth your peace? Yeah. Is it worth your sanity? Is mm-hmm. it worth your your soul? Is it worth your relationship just to get married so you can say I'm married? Yeah. No. That's why it's so important to gain that information beforehand. Yeah. And as you learn that information, okay, how do we? How are we settled in this? In in this relationship in this marriage are we settled are we are we settled or are we um, are we settled or do we do we do we accept the fact that this is till death do us yes. part okay i'm settled this is till death yes okay we just now how do we deal with this information yes. now how do we deal with this issue this problem because this is death this is till death yeah it no, is this is till death serious mm-hmm. yeah and 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 it's and it's and it's it's hard to understand mm-hmm. because I've never done anything else in my life till death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done like yeah. I, listen. I've never played video games till death. I've never played basketball, mm-hmm. football till death. I've yeah. never done anything else to death. Mm-hmm. This is marriage. Marriage is till death. Yeah. It's like the relationship of God is beyond death. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the only thing in my life that I have to do until to death. death. Yes, yes, so I, I'm not asked to do anything else until death. So uh, it, it's so important for us to. Um, you know, intervene in our own marriage and to really, you know, pray for our, pray for our own marriage and our, and our, and our 
spouses because yep. the last thing that we want is to not please God. Yeah. Right? Because that's one thing he does not like. Mm-hmm. And then, then, sorry. And I, as I was saying, Tiffany, and you're right, and um, it, it's so important to ask questions, like you said, because um, you might, it doesn't matter um, how insignificant you feel the question mm-hmm. is. It's better to ask it and at least receive understanding or that knowledge, yeah. I, I believe my dear brother mentioned, because like I said, having that information can help you to determine or um, give you access to certain factors mm-hmm. that can let you know, okay, you know what, um, for example, it, it's very um, critical, think about it, you know what, if you want to have kids and the other person doesn't want to have kids and then now we, you know, like we're so, uh, uh, we rush to get to get to that moment. Because yeah. like I said, we look forward to that moment, but we don't look forward to the journey. Because it's not, the, the day you get married is just a moment in time. It's the beginning. But like, you know what, it, it, like I said, and as you mentioned, it's until death do us part mm-hmm. for sickness and health. And it's all these things. And um, sometimes because we don't ask the right question and we never take the time or um, to value or to uh, inquire concerning certain question, we find ourselves rushing through the moment. And then once the journey starts, and then we start finding out, okay, we're bumping head or we're colliding. And then it's like, okay, I'm not happy. You're not happy. Why? Because we never talked about this before, mm-hmm. but you're already in the covenant. Yep. Yep. You've yep. already started the journey. So you can't go back and undo the covenant. Mm-hmm. And then now question we should have asked before the covenant. Now we are in the covenant. We are trying to address, we have, we are addressing them now because the thing about marriage, once you enter into it, there are certain things, whether you like it or not, you just have to talk about yeah. or because they're going to come up, mm-hmm. right? It's like something about like, having kids. I mean, we're married. So I'm like, I'm trying, you're not trying. It's like, wait, what's going on? It's like, yeah. hey, I'm taking pills yeah. so I don't have baby. Wait, what? Yeah. I want to have 10 kids, and yeah. you don't want to have none, so we have a problem. <laughs> we need to go back and kind of, like, rearrange your plan, and, yeah. you know, I try to figure out how can we, and I think, like, another thing to compromise. Sometimes, maybe there are certain things, if you are already in, in a covenant, if you're already married, there are certain things you may not like, you may have to compromise, mm-hmm. because, like I said, it's not just about you, it's two of us in there. So, um, I don't know, if you never thought about having kids, maybe you may have to consider having one. <laughs> just be like, okay, here. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you're in it. You can't just, um, like I said, until death do us part. If, um, unless, I mean, like I said, not that you're hoping that, but unless one person depart, God forbid, or unless it's God's will. But the point I'm trying to establish is we just have to learn sometimes to compromise for the benefit and the success of the marriage. My encouragement to, to our listeners out there today is that if you're planning on getting married, always seek counsel. Always seek counsel. If you don't have a pastor, talk to somebody that's already married, somebody who's already established. Because leading back to, you know, not asking questions and not knowing this, not knowing that. I think what will happen when you go to a counselor, they will teach you these things. They will ask it. Did you know this? Did you ask this? Did, did you ask these questions so that you don't actually wind up being in a marriage and it has never been asked. And now, okay, I don't want to do this. He doesn't like that. He don't like. So I think, you know, it's important for us to seek counsel. It's important. Because you don't know everything. Mm-hmm. It's always important. If I want to learn to be a mechanic, I have to go to a mechanic shop to learn. If I want to learn about marriage, you want to go to somebody that's elderly and say, hey, you guys have been married for 50 years. How did you do it? How did you guys start? Then you're going to start gaining some knowledge. Oh, you know what? We asked this. We did this. You have to know this. You have to know that. Sometimes... In the generation we're living to, the people are so just want to be married, as Brother D said, that you jump over all the hoops and not jumping over the most important ones. And then when it's too late, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this is what's what. So that's just my encouragement 
in a nutshell. And I, and I will also add regarding seeking counsel. You want to seek counsel to uh, people who are married, but however, um, I would say uh, people who have a successful marriage. Right, sir. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying perfect marriages. What's successful? I'm saying successful. So mm -hmm. if someone has a successful marriage, I mean, we don't know what's going ins inside, but you, you'll see. You'll right. pick up clues. You'll pick up what a person says or does. Um, and you'll see, okay, this person has a... When you, you'll notice if someone is, is miserable or angry in their marriage. You can mm -hmm. tell. That's easy to tell. Right. But you want to see counselor to those who are, um, who are looking to strive and looking to uh, improve and have a successful marriage in the Lord. Hey everyone, it's Tiffany Michelle. I want to thank you so much for listening to part one of the Love and Marriage episode. Stay tuned next week for part two. And as always, please head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. See you next week. Bye.